Hey guys, it's Olivia, the host of For You From Eve. I'm so excited you decided to click on to this episode. This podcast was created to becoming a better version of our yesterday selves through the power of meditating, manifesting, and motivation. I upload episodes every single Monday, and I'm so excited to have you here. So let's go ahead and enjoy this week's episode. All right, guys, so today I record with Brooke, who is a social media influencer. She has a degree in nutrition. She also works in fashion. I follow her on Instagram, and she's always super motivating on her stories, so I wanted to have her on today, talk a little bit about intuitive eating, morning routines, having a good relationship with food, and just wellness in general, living a healthy lifestyle, listening to our bodies. I think that I learned a lot from this episode and I definitely needed to hear a lot of the things that she was saying. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and let's go ahead and meet Brooke. Um, So I'm Brooke. I'm 24 years old. I'm originally from Rhode Island, um, moved to New York after college. Um, I went to Providence College and then I moved back home recently because of COVID, um, got rid of my lease and I've just been back at home with my family, which has been really nice, kind of a break um, from the city. And I have been in the fashion industry as a stylist um, for luxury and contemporary retailers. Um, So it's like virtual styling and it's what I love. But I also really wanted to get more into health and wellness because it's always been probably my main passion, but I wanted to work in fashion. So um, I went to the Institute of Integrative Nutrition during COVID, um, after I lost my job, I felt like I really needed to do something else and have a different outlet. So I enrolled in that. And ever since that, I've been running my little Instagram. Awesome. <laughs> Wait, so account. you were, your whole experience on nutrition school was virtual? Yeah. Um, wow. I studied, I didn't study that in college. Mm-hmm. I was more humanities and languages and arts, um, photography. And then it was just always something that I loved wellness and health. So yeah. I wanted to um, have like a, de- not a degree, but a little certification in nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was there like anything, I know you said it was because you had extra time, but what like really got you into the health and wellness space? Cause I feel like people go through like specific phases, like, like me, for example, I love health and wellness, but you were like serious enough to go to nutrition school and get certified. So what kind of made you more passionate about it than just making it a side hobby? Um, I think just having the time to do it, it was, it was perfect. It was falling into my lap, just, um, having full days to dedicate my time to it. Um, but I, it's always been a part of my life when I was little, I was just always ordering like this vegetable sides on the menu, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, and avoiding, um, I've never had red meat. Um, it was just never something that I wanted to eat. I was, my family was always confused. They're like, what is this child? What is happening? I don't eat red meat Um, either. So I used to like love it, but then like I went full vegetarian for like a year. And then I was like, you know, I really miss chicken. And I feel like chicken is just like a protein that I, my body needs to function. So I started to have chicken again. So now I only have chicken. I don't have red meat though. That was me for a while too. I was only chicken. I mean, for pretty much my whole life, but then I just cut it out one day, but yeah, listen to your body. If that, makes you feel good then yeah that's all that matters um and I started so after all of that that was just my childhood but um in college I started getting really bad stomach aches 
um that would just like knock me out for a full day um whereas none of my friends I mean college you go 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 you're always going out you're eating out yeah and it's a lot and um so these stomach aches were kind of ruining my weeks and it was really tough not only physically but mentally because I was like what's wrong with me um so I was in and out of gastro offices um until I got diagnosed with IBS um and a gluten sensitivity um and after that I kind of just went down a little rabbit hole of getting really obsessed with clean eating um which can turn into orthorexia which is exactly that just an obsession with clean eating and like perfecting um how you're eating what you're eating and it was just a lot when you're constantly thinking about that I mean we shouldn't be so it just gets really heavy and hard to navigate um so after dealing with that for it was like years of dealing with that and then living on my own in New York was tough because I was just in my head about what I was eating um even exercising too much um when you're dealing with constant bloating it's like what can I do to get this to go down yeah and you just it's all you think about um so I really just needed to heal my relationship with food and realize it's not the enemy and going to nutrition school I knew was going to help me um and it did so yeah I that's really interesting to sh- yeah to help people who might relate to me and just yeah. learn what what I was learning with me yeah I I know I what IBS is because one of my friends actually has it too so she's like always like snapchatting like that she's bloating or she has to take all these pills and like I on the other end I will get bloated pretty much once a day it's not always an extreme full painful blow but I definitely blow every day even if I take my probiotics I'm always bloated mm-hmm. but it's not as painful as it looks for her so when you say you have IBS like I totally know what you go through through her And like, I can't even imagine my bloating pain being worse than what it already is. So I think that's so interesting that, you know, something so horrible can lead you to a healthier path and make you more mindful of what you're eating and taking care of your body. For me, it was always more of like a physical image of why I wanted to fix myself. Like, oh, I want to eat better because I want my skin to get clear and I want my lower stomach pouch to go away and whatever. And now it's been like four or five months of working out and clean eating. And I'm realizing that I just feel better. Like I'm not seeing the most physical change, but I'm seeing so much change on the inside and it's everything to wake up and like not be bloated. So like, are you at the point where you're like that or is it kind of still a work in progress because you are diagnosed with IBS? Um, yeah, I think everyone experiences it on some sort of scale, like you were saying with you versus your friend. Um, I think I'm still on a journey of figuring it out, but I've definitely improved a lot um, just through things that I've been learning or teaching myself and with trial and error. Um, Like you mentioned, probiotics. I mean, those are really important to help balance the bacteria in your gut, Mm -hmm. but it is a total trial and error. Yeah. I mean, I've had some that have like ruined my stomach and then like for a day and then some that just work perfectly so and not everything works for the same person um or not the same product doesn't always work for different people so Mm -hmm. um yeah I think it's just 
a journey that you have to take yourself on and be gentle with yourself when you go on it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, IBS, I mean, it flares up. So even if you're having a perfect day or perfect week with eating and movement, what you're drinking, um, it could just flare up. So you just have to take that and go easy with yourself, but it's for sure a never-ending cycle. <laughs> yeah, and it's so aggravating, too, when you, you're waking up early, you're having your lemon water, you're eating clean throughout the whole day, and then it's the end of the night, and you're extremely bloated, and you're just like, why? Like, I took care of myself all day. Why do I have to be bloated right now? Yeah, and that's where your mind can just get obsessed, and that's where you can get into tricky territory because yeah. you just get hard on yourself. Um, but, I mean, it is a disorder in your body Mm -hmm. that a lot of people struggle with so I think it just needs to be like a topic of conversation for people with their doctors and with their friends and just make it more normal yeah normalize it for sure I feel like having even a relationship with food I feel like can be a very sensitive topic and I know especially when I started getting into fitness and I started to see a little bit of physical change, it made me extremely obsessed with, oh my God, I need to start eating like this and like this so I could see more change faster and everything. And like you said, with IBS, you work so hard to still be bloated. So it makes you want to work even harder. And that can really affect your relationship with food, which is a very dangerous territory. And it can be really scary. And I feel like especially nowadays it's super common with social media like tiktok for example i'll see girls who are transforming their bodies in like three months and i'm like if she can do it so can i and then i become so obsessed with what i'm putting into my body how much i'm working out i was working out like six seven times a week and i actually sprained my back so yeah like i sprained my sciatic nerve and i couldn't work out for like two weeks and i feel like it was just a sign to be like okay relax like you're yeah. crushing your body like you need to just relax and take it slow and take it day by day yeah recovery is so important and your body can't change if you're not resting yeah like sleeping is one of the biggest fitness and health tips that people need to mm-hmm. <laughs> lean into like your body really can't change unless you're sleeping and yeah. giving it the space to change um but yeah for sure seeing people online and comparing yourself is such a dangerous game. So dangerous. Um, and I mean, everything is so individual. So you just, everyone needs to, um, especially with fitness and eating, because everybody is completely individual. Exactly. So it doesn't even make sense to try and copy like a diet or a cleanse. And you're going to see those coming up with summer. And mm-hmm. those are, can be so triggering for people. Yeah, 100%. I want to talk also a little bit about intuitive eating because like I said, I don't really know exactly what it is. I know that it's like something you preach a lot about on Instagram. So if you want to just give like a little definition or what it is, how you do it and everything like that. Yeah. So um, I think we can bounce it off of what you're saying with TikTok and Instagram. Um, I feel like diet culture comes through a lot in those platforms And intuitive eating is just kind of throwing those ideas away. It's throwing away what other people are telling you. Um, I mean, aside from the basics of nutrition and what your doctors are telling you, you don't really need to listen to like a ton of the other diets and fads. It's really just tuning into yourself and listening to what your body needs and what it wants. Um, So I know 12 o'clock, if you're working in a corporate job, it's like that's lunchtime. If you're not hungry at that time, why are you forcing yourself to eat? 
Yeah. I think it's listening to hunger and then listening to fullness. So stopping when you're full, eating when you're hungry. It's like going back to the basics of being a kid. Yeah. Um, and that's really just the healthiest way to approach eating. Um, I think also with the timing, not eating late night is something that a lot of people preach. And if you're hungry at night, your body doesn't have a clock. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's not going to turn into fat if you eat past 8 p.m. And I see so many people doing that online and trying to avoid that. Or people are like, oh, I'm so bad. I'm eating right before bed. And it's it's okay. I, mm. I think your body is probably telling you something if you're hungry or if you're craving something. So yeah, just listening to the intuition of your body and eating what it wants when it wants. Yeah, I feel like especially when you said eating past 8 p.m., I was trying – What is that intermediate fasting, right, they call it? Um, intermittent. Intermittent, yeah. So, like, I was like, oh, I have to try this because everyone on TikTok is doing it and they're losing so much weight, like, caloric deficit, like, all these things I have to start doing. I have to eat less. And so I was – I would work from, like, 10 to 6, and I would try to go to the gym after, and I wouldn't get home till 8 and then I'd feel so guilty if I tried to eat at 8, 8.30, 9 o'clock, even though I haven't eat, like had food in so many hours, I'd be like, oh, but I can't eat past this time. So it becomes so obsessive when you try mm-hmm. to like eat at a certain time or stop eating at a certain time. So I like how it's kind of just like focusing on what your body needs. I try to, I preach it, but I don't necessarily listen to it all the time. I don't always listen to my body. And sometimes I try to force myself to eat something clean before I actually get hungry so that I don't get hungry and crave something horrible. Yeah. Um, I think it's a balance of it for sure. I mean, if you're craving cookies every single day (laughs) for every meal, maybe don't eat cookies for every meal. Mm -hmm. And um, it kind of goes what I was saying. Like don't throw nutrition away um, because that's so important on how to feel your body and grow and feel your best and perform your best. But it's also important to just tap into what it wants. Yeah. And I feel like that's when you see the most progress is when you kind of just stop thinking about it and you stop thinking about, you know, I have to look different and, you know, some are so close. Like I have to look different. So I'm going to start eating like this. And then it's like every single day you want to see progress, but it just doesn't happen. And then the day that you finally just stop focusing on progress and you just eat what you want, you work out when you want to, you just kind of become happier and you start to see physical change in the end result without even realizing that you did anything. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so true. Cause when you let go of um, stress that you're holding on to, cause that sits in your gut. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you let go of that, your body is at ease and it can really perform its best and actually change. Yeah. I feel like gut issues also really affect my skin. I know that like when if I go to a dermatologist or a doctor, they say, breaking out on your cheeks is a lot have to, like it has a lot to do with your gut issues. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Because me personally, I bloat really bad. And I also have so much acne on my cheeks. And like the fact that it could be from my gut, is like kind of scary. So have you ever like experienced anything like that with IBS? Um, yeah, it's, it's really crazy. Cause I mean, the gut is connected to everything mm-hmm. and it's even called the second brain um, because they're linked so strongly, but I am really lucky. I've never really had to battle with acne um, Mm. or skin problems, but I know how frustrating it can be. And I know how painful it can be too, um, especially cystic acne. But it's it's really true. I mean, everything is connected. 
so I, I feel like my suggestion would just, I mean, clean eating is important to incorporate, not completely focus on like what we were saying, how dangerous that can be, but, um, eating hydrating foods too. Um, and just hydrating with water, but eating your water, cucumbers and stuff like that, um, that can really help just flush out toxins and, um, just replenish electrolytes and stuff like that, which can show through in your skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I feel like when I start cutting out dairy and eating clean and everything, I definitely start to see a difference. It doesn't completely go away, but I definitely see less breaking out. I also have rosacea on my cheeks. So I just have like the whole, the whole thing on my face, but I feel like yeah. a lot of it's hormonal. I don't really get cystic pimples. Thank God. Cause I know those are really painful, but I normally will get like small hormonal acne and just kind of a flare up in rosacea most of the time yeah um I think probiotics can probably help that too if you're helping balance the bacteria in your gut but um what you're saying about hormones that those are huge they impact everything yeah between weight gain and skin um especially mood Mm -hmm. so trying to tap into those and balance those out I know you can get your hormones checked um, which I've been really wanting to do professionally. Um, it would be so interesting to see. Yeah. I also know you could get like a test where you could see kind of like what vitamins you need and like, you could be like overtaking in vitamins. Yeah, you can. Um, like it's like at a certain point, I think it's like, if you already have enough like vitamin C or something and you keep taking it, it's just absolutely doing nothing to you. I feel like I should get a test like that too. Yeah, it's like a waste of money and it goes right through you. Yeah. Um, there's this brand that I've been using for hormone balance called Elix. Mm-hmm. And I posted about it. I don't know if you've seen, but you take a quiz online um, about your period and your hormones and PMS symptoms. And you it's completely personalized to you. And then they make a blend based off of your symptoms and what you're probably lacking or what you need. Yeah. And it, they make a little dropper um, elixir for you to take. It's so cool. Oh, cool. wait, what is it called again? Elix. Elix, let me write it down now. Yeah, I feel yeah, like I'm experimenting I don't really like with pills. It. Yeah, like I'm not a big fan of pills. So I like more if it's like, like I take um, collagen, like powder mm-hmm. instead of like a pill because I just like, I hate taking pills in the morning. Yeah, some people aren't big pill people. You can get powdered a lot of things yeah um, like adaptogens um powdered like turmeric and stuff like that if you don't want to take the pill mm-hmm. you can even get even get um, powdered magnesium before bed that's I tell everyone to take that it's yeah so great I know I always get told because I get like super lightheaded sometimes or like um like low iron where I'll stand up and I'll be super like lightheaded or whatever and my doctors are always like you have to have more magnesium so you don't get lightheaded as much during the day yeah, oh, that's cool. Um, I didn't even know it was for lightheadedness. I take it yeah. mainly for it's really good for digestion, bloating, um, mm. and it's like a natural way to kind of calm down. Interesting. Um, it's good for anxiety. Yeah. yeah. So, do you what kind of vitamins do you take? So I take a probiotic in the morning, um, and what brand do you I'm, take? I like a line. Um, mm-hmm. I also like Ollie. I know they're gummies, which so many people frown upon. Oh, it takes so for some reason they, they work for me. Yeah, no, I agree. So I think I'm taking yeah. the are they the peach ones? They're yeah, they're like okay, yeah. I just the bought probiotic those. and prebiotic. Yeah, I just I literally just bought those because 
I used to take the seed probiotic. It's like probiotic. Oh, those are good too. They're great, but they're so expensive. Like they're $50 a month, which is just like, like I'm 20 years old. I'm in college. I just like cannot afford to spend 50 a month on pills. So they were working good, but it was just like so expensive. So I was like, let me just go for a cheaper alternative. And I actually like the Ollie ones right now. I love Ollie everything. Like seriously. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, That's another thing. There's, yeah, so many probiotics are very expensive. Um, Mm -hmm. I got the Saqqara Life one and it was very expensive and I really didn't, it didn't work for me. Um, I might have to give it another try, but yeah, I, I was really bloated after taking that one. Um, Just sad. Not to scare anyone away because it's <laughs> a great brand, but, um, and at night I always take magnesium and um, something that I take, it's not an everyday thing, but I take it when I'm getting bloating flare-ups because I get that question all the time what you take for bloating and peppermint oil capsules I think are very clean because they're not full of random stuff that you don't know what you're putting in your body yeah and they work so well it's the same concept as drinking like peppermint leaf tea Mm -hmm. um and I heard that helps with headaches too like oh, peppermint. Yeah, yeah, like peppermint oil. Like I have the essential oil rollerball and like I bring it around with me. And if I have a headache, I roll it on my temples and it helps. Like it's like a no. Oh, wow. Yeah, like I don't know. I think peppermint. Do you think essential oils in general just solve everything? But, yeah, they're great. Yeah, I love them. But yeah, I think peppermint also helps with headaches. But yeah, definitely stomach because I remember even elementary school, if you had a stomach ache, they would give you like a mint like in the nurse's yeah. office. Yeah, so these little pills I always travel with them and I always have them Mm -hmm. um like in my bags and stuff I have my friends just know that I always have them like um do you have a peppermint pill I guess (laughs) sure interesting yeah so that and magnesium I think are my three go-tos um and I try to get just most of my vitamins through my diet um if I can have enough fresh veggies and fruits everything on hand that day mm-hmm. I feel like I don't need to take um another pill yeah so I think tapping into that um that was another thing that really helped heal my relationship with food um that I encourage everyone to do is just educating myself on the nutrients and the benefits of food if you're afraid of food or you have a category of fear foods yeah um that are giving you anxiety when you're eating them or you're worried they're gonna make you bloated or on the other side you're scared of them making you fat or anything if you're looking into the benefits of a food group or a single vegetable or honestly anything you're gonna find really cool benefits and different facts that you didn't know um so tapping into the nutrients and benefits of a food really really helps yeah interesting I definitely am gonna look into magnesium too because you're like crazy about it I'm like oh my god maybe I need to start adding this yeah, I love it. <laughs> you said you take it before you sleep. Does it like help you sleep? Honestly, yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah, then definitely because I have so much trouble with sleeping. And sometimes like if I'm going to the gym at like six or seven, I'll come home and like I'll shower and I'll knock out because I'm so exhausted from the gym. But sometimes I'm just like more energetic and I'm like, oh my God, I cannot fall asleep today. And I'll take like the Ollie like melatonin gummies because they just mm-hmm. they taste so good and they help so much. But hopefully yeah. that helps. Melatonin does help. I can only take that really yeah. occasionally though because I get crazy dreams. Really? 
yeah like it's the weirdest dream a lot of people say that i've never experienced like i don't remember any of my dreams when i take like when i take melatonin i take it and i'm just like dozing off but i don't remember any of my dreams from that from melatonin oh well i it's like a movie in my head interesting (laughs) wow i hope i don't experience that but that's pretty cool so you work full-time you have an instagram blog so do you ever like meal prep, um, kind of just like managing your time when it comes to, cause I feel like a lot of people's excuse when it comes to having a healthy lifestyle and a clean lifestyle is I don't have time. I don't have time to work out, I don't mm-hmm. have time to grocery shop. I don't have time to meal prep. So what's kind of your tips on that, on meal prepping, especially, I feel like I need to start meal prepping. So what's some of your advice on that? Um, so my number one thing with meal prep, I am a huge snacker. Um, and if I'm hungry and I don't eat, I'm angry and stressed I feel dizzy so I'm always trying to prep little snacks um that I can have on hand especially if you're in a work environment or you're just out and about it's really hard for me to find clean things that I know my stomach will react well with or that Mm -hmm. I just feel good about eating so I try to prep my snacks um that's cutting up a lot of raw veggies um having fruit on hand and protein bites like energy bites making your own bars because I honestly was like addicted to protein bars in college yeah um I loved them and I was spending money on them but it's just a lot of chemicals and processed food that if you're eating them every day it's not the best Mm. um so making your own with just nut butter honey oats if you like a good clean protein powder throw that in there um you can put collagen you can really put whatever you want in them and make so many you can freeze them and they're just so easy Um, I always say I'm gonna make my own granola like the little balls like the granola mm -hmm. balls they look so good I always say I'm gonna do it and I never do (laughs) interesting I have to go to Whole Foods today so maybe I'll grab a lot of stuff and like meal prep a bunch today yeah you should you should just grab some ingredients for that and you can make so many different flavors too like nacho ones peanut butter ones Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah I would say that and then for meals um, I'm a big smoothie person so you can prep smoothies just putting all the ingredients in a bag yeah. and freezing it and all the measurements are ready for you to grab in the morning if you just want to throw that in the blender if you're mm-hmm. running out to work um, or sauteing vegetables or roasting vegetables um, and then just keeping them in the fridge if you cook one huge serving you can eat multiple times yeah off of that so I think just getting in the swing of doing that really helps I know when I was living in the city it was just you're go 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 so I would come home really late but you need to remember to eat um so if I had done that on a Sunday or a Monday and I had some extra veggies and rice and Mm -hmm. greens you you have your dinner for the week and it's pretty easy yeah I know I feel like that's something I really need to work on because if I get home from work and like go to the gym or whatever like I come home at like 7 30 and I just want to eat and shower so I feel like if I like grill chicken beforehand cut up my veggies beforehand I don't really saute vegetables but I think I should start I know a lot of people make it with like chicken broth and it looks really good yeah um or coconut aminos um just different like even clean um dressings that you can find if you're going to whole foods i mean primal kitchen stuff like that those are all really good to just throw in a big pan you can make yeah. it a stir fry 
it's good I'm not the biggest like when it comes to salad dressings I I'm such a simple like olive oil lemon juice and salt like that's yeah that's like my favorite like I'm Middle Eastern so that's pretty much all we put on our salads so I've just grown up eating that and it's seriously my favorite like I don't really crave like I know a lot of people like have like ranch on their like I could never I hate ranch me too like but just having (laughs) on your salad like why are you even having a salad like I don't get it I know (laughs) it's like the easiest way to make a salad just full of sugar exactly it's horrible but um what are some of your wellness tips so I always like I said I follow you on Instagram you're always very productive when you post so when it comes to screen time I know you went on a walk this morning so I want to talk a little bit about wellness tips and also like your morning routine kind of just wellness in general yeah um I think screen time is it's really hard for me I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite if I'm saying that I don't check my phone Mm -hmm. when I'm in bed that was what I tried to do for Lent. Um, no phone in bed or like checking social media because it's so easy to just lay there for an hour yeah. and scroll. Um, but trying when I wake up to not check those things and um, just really take time for yourself to wake up like you're naturally supposed to wake up, not yeah. just glued to a screen. Um, same thing with falling asleep. So that's something that I'm really working on and I encourage everyone to work on because it's so good for your sleep mm-hmm. to give your eyes a break um, and your mind a break. But when I wake up, I just throw on leggings and I walk out the door and I go for a walk um, because I noticed that during quarantine, I was just hating, I, I hated the way I felt in the morning and I realized it was because in New York, I was waking up and immediately going to walk to work. And it was yeah. a long walk that I just really loved and I felt good doing. Um, so, yeah, I tried to do a little challenge this week on my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Telling people to just wake up and go move. It can be like a 10-minute walk or an hour-long walk. And you just throw on a podcast. You don't even realize how far you're walking. And it's the mm-hmm. best feeling ever. Yeah. Um, and then I have lemon water with turmeric, ginger, and cayenne. And that just kickstarts your digestion and is really good for your gut. So I do that every single day. Those two things are a must for me. Interesting. I like how you said um, podcast because for me, like, I used to wear my Apple Watch. My Apple Watch broke, but I used to wear it when I would go on my walks. And I love walking at, like, 5.45, 6 o'clock in the morning because my streets are so quiet. that It's just, Mm -hmm. like, that's my favorite time. So I'll throw on sweatpants, a hoodie a hat like literally undercover and I'll just walk the streets (laughs) and I'll put on a podcast and now that my when I had my Apple watch I'd be so focused on oh my god I have to hit two miles I have to walk for 45 minutes and now that I have most podcasts are like 30 minutes to like an hour and a half so like you said you don't even realize how long you're actually walking because you're just being entertained by a podcast or music or a phone call with a friend no matter what it is so I think it's really just changed me to walk in the mornings I know that it's so good for you and it's just honestly just such a relief it's just you like especially so early in the morning there's like no cars or anything at like six o'clock in the morning yeah it's so nice um yeah my apple watch also broke and it was like the best thing to ever happen to me yeah no seriously I was always looking at like how many calories I was burning 
and how many steps I was getting. I was like running around my house to get in my steps. I'm like, yeah. I'm turning into a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Especially closing the rings. I would be like at like oh my, my gosh, friend's house and I'd like stand up and everyone's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I just have to stand up for one minute. <laughs> my ring will close. And they're just like, what? Like I was becoming obsessed. And it is like interesting to see like, oh, how many calories am I burning? But then it just becomes so obsessive. And I'm just like, trying to close my rings and I need to work out until I burn a certain amount of calories and that's making me not enjoy it. And it was just becoming way too much. Yeah. I just throwing out the concept of numbers with everything. I'm just, yeah. I'm over numbers. That's maybe another one of my tips for your brain. Mm-hmm. Stop counting calories. Calories don't matter. And what you're burning, what you're eating. I mean, just throw it all away it's yeah <laughs> it's math we don't need math <laughs> yeah it's literally the healthiest mindset when you like I don't weigh myself anymore I don't count my calories anymore like I was becoming so obsessed with counting my calories and making sure I was burning more than I was eating and I know for some people it does help you lose weight it's going to help you lose weight no matter what like if you're eating a lot less and you're working out more your body's going to lose weight but you're going to create such an unhealthy relationship with your body with fitness with food that it's not going to be a long-term achievement it's going to be a short-term happiness you'll lose weight for a few days a few weeks few months whatever it is and then fast forward six months or a year you're going to start gaining that weight back because your mindset is not in the right space I feel like when you start kind of just working out for yourself eating for yourself you make progress every single day and it creates like a better version of yourself like you're a different person at the end of it you're not going to be a different person if you're just eating less and working out more yeah. Um, if you need to look at numbers for, I mean, a health standpoint, like you need to lose weight or you need to gain weight, then I completely understand and all the power to you for being able to look at them in a healthy mindset. Yeah. But I think for the majority, um, and that's for a, a quick fix, I'm hoping. Um, but for the majority, I just don't see the reason. It's not a way to live life. It's It's going back to intuitive eating, like eat what makes you feel good what gives you energy, um, how you can perform your best. If your digestion is working, if your mind is right and your mood's good, then there's no reason to be looking at a watch that's telling you to do more. Agreed. I think, yeah, I agree hundred percent. I think break, breaking was like the best thing to happen to me, even though it is definitely fun. <laughs> it, it is really fun to like look at it, but then it just becomes so obsessive. Like competing with your friends on like activity is fun, but then same thing. I'd become too obsessed and I'd be like, Oh my God, this person's beating me by like 10%. I have to step it up today. Like it was way too much. Yeah. It's like some people can take that motivation and they love it. But mm-hmm. I was like, no, <laughs> I love competition, but it kind of just depends on, I guess kind of how secure you are with yourself. Like if I was like, if I was feeling insecure about my body or my skin, my competition wouldn't be a healthy competition. It would be like kind of beating myself up rather than building myself up. So I think it kind of just depends where you are with yourself. Um, Apple watches definitely aren't toxic. It just kind of depends on where you are in your mental health state of mind and everything like that. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. So I kind of want to end this podcast with you talking about your morning routine. I know we said you went on your walks, but kind of just some more like in detail. I love mornings. Like um, (laughs) the second you wake up and take your vitamins to when you're eating breakfast, I just think morning routines, everyone kind of has their own and what works best for them. And I think grabbing little things that each person does is super helpful. So why don't you just give like a little breakdown of your mornings? Yeah. So um, I try to go for my walk and my lemon water. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I like to do my skincare routine in the morning just because it's like 
don't know, play some music and do your little routine yeah. and act like you're in a spa. <laughs> um, and I've been using, of course, the on-trend gua sha makes me mm-hmm. oh my god my favorite very special yeah <laughs> um but draining the lymphatic system is really something that I've been getting into and it's so helpful um for your stomach too I've been doing like stomach massages either in the morning or night I've like and heard people do that I've never tried it though you should totally try it it really helps with um bloating Mm. and you can almost just like feel your stomach like it helps with digestion it's really good um and then I try to write down what I need to do that day um it really helps just get everything out of your brain (laughs) Mm -hmm. if you're stressed and overwhelmed um so for work I try to do that um and then a few things that you're grateful for um it's really just gets your mind right um and I try to get in even five minutes of Pilates um I love to work out in the morning but sometimes you don't always have time to do that especially if you have to jump on a call or start working um I mean if it's the weekend I ideally will do like a 45 minute workout um I love the Sculpt Society Tasha Frank and Pilates Melissa Wood Health all of those just throw something on it can be five minutes to an hour, whatever works for you. And it just feels really good to get in movement. Um, I like fasted movement because I don't know when I, when I eat, it just is too heavy, mm. in my stomach. but I know it's so individual and different um, for everyone, but I try to do that. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I have some green juice. <laughs> yeah. And um, I'm not, I don't really get hungry um, until later on. I agree. Um, and then I have breakfast because I love breakfast food. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I typically try to get some work done and move my body and have my lemon water and juice before I eat anything. Um, that's just what works for best works the best for me. Yeah, I feel like I definitely need to get into the habit of having lemon. I'm such a coffee person that it's like when I first wake up, if coffee is not in my system, like it's very hard for me to like get out of bed I definitely have a lot of water before like I always fill up like my hydro flask on my bedside table and I wake up and I just chug 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 like I'm always super thirsty when I wake up and then I go downstairs and have my coffee so I need to work more on having like lemon water in the morning but I just I need my coffee before anything besides I feel like everyone loves I'm not a coffee person I can't drink it oh my god really yeah I I was addicted to it in college. I really loved it. Um, but caffeine, I can't do caffeine. It gives me the worst anxiety. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people experience that. I never really experienced anxiety from having it, maybe from not having it. Like I just, <laughs> I did like a 50 day spiritual fast where I didn't have coffee for 50 days Oh, and it it never got easier like you'd think after like a week or two you'd wake up and you'd be like okay it's fine I don't need it today but I still missed it every single day of those 50 days and it was literally the hardest thing like I've ever had to give up in my like I gave so up long. dairy yeah I gave up dairy at the same time and dairy was like fine for me it was like a piece of cake but the coffee was so difficult and now that I'm back like I used to have a lot more in high school when I was in high school I used to have like maybe three, four cups a day. And now I have more like one or two to like slow it down. But I don't, it doesn't really affect me. Like it affects other people. Like I had coffee last night at like 7 PM and it just did nothing for me. 
that's crazy yeah it doesn't keep me up like I know a lot of people like kind of makes them like jittery like unless I literally will yeah, have like yeah it happens to a lot of people unless I literally have like five cups and like the, like before 3 p.m like I don't feel anything you're lucky I do love the taste and getting mm-hmm. it is almost like a social must yeah like, I go with my friends but I'm more of a matcha person. It doesn't give me that, like, heartbeat spaz out. <laughs> it's because, like, <laughs> that I feel like yeah, matcha is, like, they always say, like, matcha is overlasting energy. Like, you'll have energy for, yeah, like, a few hours. Yeah, it's, like, a slow release. Yeah, yeah. coffee is, like, crash. yeah, exactly. You'll have energy for 20 minutes, and then you're done. You'll crash, and you'll need another coffee, and it just keeps going like that. Yeah, well, if you love it, don't do another 50 break. (laughs) (laughs) I I never again, yeah. But it was great having you on. I definitely learned a lot about intuitive eating, having a relationship with food. I'm definitely going to check out what Elix, right? E-L-I-X. Yeah, for the hormones. Yeah, Um, I'm going to check it out because I feel like that has a lot to do with my skin um, and just my gut health in general. I definitely want to do more research. I know everyone listening definitely learned a lot. So I want to thank you for being on. Make sure you guys check Brooke's Instagram. It will be in the description below. You guys can check. She's super motivating. I promise you guys will feel so productive looking at her stuff. Um, And yeah, thank you so much for coming on and taking time out of your work day. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me. I hope hope you learned some stuff. (laughs) Of course I did. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode with Brooke. I hope you guys enjoyed it and I hope you guys learned something. I actually had my laptop out and I was taking notes as she was talking because I was just learning so much. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you next Monday for that episode. Bye everyone.